Subscribe with iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Street Guns, a rockabilly band based here in Seoul, has been thrust into the spotlight after its recent victory in the Hard Rock Rising Rock Global Wing Global Showcase. And as the first place finish means $50,000 US dollars and other prizes, the band and its musical genre, Kimchi Billy, are sharing the spotlight. My name is John Dunbar. I am a news editor at the Korea Times and I frequently write about cultural events that are happening on the weekends or whatever. I also, in my spare time, uh, like to help out with the live music scene. I don't play any musical instruments, but I do take pictures and I write articles about whatever is going on. I've been doing uh, just a cheap printed zine called Broke in Korea for about 11 years, and I've contributed to koreagigguide.com and doindy.co.kr and whatever else I can do to get the word out about actual good music in Korea. That's right, John. You know, we've spoken, um, I guess, in a professional capacity before about the music industry in South Korea. I play an instrument. I've played drums. So I've been in a couple different bands here in my three years in the Seoul area. Uh, So we definitely know each other. You're definitely more a a bigger name in the scene than I am, because even though, as you mentioned, you don't play an instrument, you're involved so much. Everyone knows who John Dunbar is. It seems to be the case anyways. And uh, for better or for worse. Yeah, for better or for worse. And one of the reasons that's the case is because, yeah, you often are not only involved in the music scene, but you cover the music scene. Uh, One way that you just recently did that was that you covered this Korean band named Street Guns, which is part of the rockabilly genre. They recently beat out almost 10,000 other unsigned musical acts around the world. So not just Korea, not just Asia, but around the entire world to be named the global winner of last month's Hard Rock Rising Rock Global Win Global Showcase. So we'll get to some more info on this band, the Street Guns, and also that contest. But first, something that I really want to start with here, because uh, I've seen uh, one of these bands play before. What is Kimchi Billy? Kimchi Billy is basically uh, a term that was invented by the people in Street Guns before in their previous band, where they basically were trying to localize this very American-originated genre. Rockabilly itself is a very global music movement now. It's probably bigger in Germany than America. And probably every band that's playing rockabilly has a fixation on America, maybe from abroad. But uh, so uh, the Korean bands that we're playing it just wanted to uh, kind of introduce how this is a Korean version of rockabilly. In the 90s, they did a very similar thing, uh, trying to introduce punk to Korea by calling it Joseon punk, which was different from punk. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know about Joseon Punk. Um, not quite as catchy as Kimchi Billy, um, for obvious reasons, but wow, that's cool. So this is kind of like a, a second example of throwing something out with an already well-known term to kind of brand it for the ROK. Yeah, exactly. 
So tell me more about this competition. I'm guessing by the name, this Hard Rock Rising Rock Local Wing Global is part of somehow related to the Hard Rock Cafe, which is all over the world, of course, and definitely here in South Korea. They had this competition that involved almost 10,000 unsigned bands. So I guess that was kind of the qualifier. And uh, this band, Street Guns, they won. Yeah. Uh, I've had a bit of trouble tracing exactly how all the bands make it through. But basically, on June 1st, more than 100 Hard Rock cafes and Hard Rock hotels, which apparently are a thing now, uh, had little battle of the bands all over the world. The Hard Rock Cafe in Seoul, in Lotte Tower, uh, they had about four bands playing. Uh, All I remember was of of the other bands was Rux as well. I can't remember the other two right now. Uh, So from that, uh, it seems that Street Guns was selected to be the the top winner of that. So they were forwarded on to a uh, kind of a regional uh, contest to decide. Basically, there, there are four uh, global regions. So they were selected as the regional w- winner for Asia or wherever. And uh, from that point, uh, they were also selected as the overall winner as well, which came as quite a shock because the uh, prize money is 50,000 US dollars. And then what else, aside from that huge check, and by the way, I hope they handed them like one of those oversized checks. That seems like something that would be part of this competition. They get the 50 grand. There's also um, more attached to that, like some more prizes or just some more connections they get as the winners of this competition. Well, let's be honest. The $50,000 is a pretty big deal, but they also uh, are supposed to go to uh, perform at Hard Rock Hotel in Ibiza, in uh, September this year, and they'll be winning all sorts of other gear prizes too. Like there's a set of guitars from uh, I think was it Fender, and they'll get to uh, release a thousand CDs or DVDs uh, under whatever label Hard Rock is providing for them. And that's obviously a big deal because you know one way to to get your name out there is to release uh, you know some CDs, uh, release some music. That obviously takes money, so they're going to be able to produce some music. They're going to be able to get some money as well. But as you mentioned, you know Hard Rock Cafe. They also apparently have these Hard Rock hotels. This is a very big name. Hopefully, that will give them some reach, um, not only here in Asia but uh, around the world. As you mentioned, Kimchi Billy, very similar to to this rockabilly concept that many places in the world are familiar with. Um, speaking of the band themselves, Street Guns, you spoke with one of the members, um, and just like yourself, he has been involved with the music scene here in South Korea for multiple years, even though Street Guns is is kind of a new project. He and the other member, they've been involved in probably countless other musical entities here in South Korea. Yeah, well, actually, uh, his musical career begins in about 1998. Uh, and his first band was one of the Joseon punk bands I mentioned earlier. Uh, it was called Blue Punk Bugs, or in Korean it was Purin Punk Pole, or just Pu Pung Chung for short. And so that band lasted for whatever amount of time. And at some point he discovered, uh, Tiger, the guy I spoke to, discovered Rockabilly. And I'm pretty certain uh, several members of the band kind of converted, they stopped playing uh, the more standard punk sound and switched to rockabilly. And shortly after that, they started uh, the band Rock Tigers. And uh, Rock Tigers went until about, I think, 2014 or so. Yeah, I've seen Rock Tigers a couple different times. Very well known. 
Yeah, the, well, they're well known among foreigners, but the, the, it was kind of interesting how they had a, a foreigner following, but not much of a Korean following. Uh, after they broke up and formed uh, Street Guns, it seems like most foreigners aren't aware that Rock Tigers are gone and aren't aware that they're back as a new band. Um, but they do seem to be getting a better following among Koreans. And after this Hard Rock win, uh, which they really were not expecting to get, um, they're a lot more confident that they'll be a better known name in the future too. I love that you point out the difference in this band and also the the previous kind of entities of this um, this person Tiger you're talking about. How it went from one band to the other band, but how maybe foreigners were a little bit more interested, but now Koreans are getting interested. Why do you think that dichotomy exists? Is it because it's it's the rockabilly genre, so that maybe, you know, Americans like myself are, are, are maybe a little bit more into that? Um, is it, you know, they dress up, they have like that Elvis hair, they're using these really big uh, guitars, they really put on a big show. Is that something that's not so attractive to a Korean audience? Why do you think there's a difference? Well, I think that uh, what was maybe a little, a little less unattractive, or a little less attractive to Korean audiences, was uh, the format of their shows. Uh, they would put on late night shows, which typically are when foreigners come out and Korean people don't so much. Exactly. Yep. And and they had a female lead singer also, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which uh, definitely made them a lot more popular among uh, foreigners. And then so just a little bit more about music in general here in South Korea. Um, What are your thoughts on live bands versus, um, dare I say, K-pop or just the idea of um, listening to music on your phone or on your computer um, with some kind of streaming service or just, you know, the MP3 files versus going to shows? Um, You know, you and I have spent a lot of time in certain parts of town here in Seoul. Um, You know, for instance, Hongdae, which is very well known for what they call like the indie music scene. Um, But, you know, the big elephant in the room, I mean, K-pop is the thing in South Korea. So do you think that's slowly changing? Do you think that there's enough um, desire for music in South Korea that even though K-pop is the big driver and that's what everyone talks about, can live bands still um, make a certain name for themselves as well? How how do you think this all fits together? Well, in the 90s when uh, Tiger first started making music, uh, he... uh like back then, the idea was like they're they're just a rock band. Like that that's not professional. These are just amateurs making, you know, inferior music. Um, and uh, over time, that has changed as Korean people have realized that there is a whole world of music out there, and a lot of the best stuff tends to come from outside of the establishment rather than something that's been carefully engineered in. Uh, just about laboratory settings in a, a large company somewhere. So a band like Rock Tigers is a good example of musicians who just uh, play music because they love it and keep going and eventually might do better. Uh, but not necessarily. There's definitely a ceiling on how far a band can get while still being truly independent. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I, I think it'll be very difficult for... Uh, K-pop to ever be considered to be more than just idol bands, partly because of the resources of their record companies, but also, I mean, like, you couldn't really get a band like the Rock Tigers to sit down and tell them, we want you to write songs that uh, make people happy about the government and just want to work harder. It would be difficult to convince a rock band to do that. 
And then so, you know, now that I'm speaking with you, I kind of just want to pick your brain on just one thing that's included with all this. Do you think for bands to, to get more of the share of the music industry or, or increase their popularity or whatever it is, you know, fill in the blank, do a little bit better, do you think it's going to take more bands like um, Street Guns or do you think that K-pop might just realize, okay, this is another something that we can pull into what we're already doing? So might we just start seeing K-pop bands who are a little bit more band-oriented. How do you think a band might make its way into the mainstream? Is it going to be one of these bands that just rises up on its own and becomes popular? Or might K-pop start emulating some of those things that we're talking about now? Yeah, well, um, the, the K-pop industry has taken notice, and they, they have created a few of their own type of rock bands. The best example is CN Blue, and they're basically an idol group with that play their own instruments, and they're terrible <laughs> So um, I don't think that there's much chance of the K-pop industry suddenly deciding like, hey, we should make our own indie bands and suddenly being better at it than actual indie musicians. That's just not something they're capable of. Um, but how that could happen is more likely if there were ever to be another Psy-level Gangnam-style success of a rock band. That's pretty well the only way that it could really happen that somebody would get really big and change everything. Uh, like when Gangnam Style went big, that was without any help at all from the, uh, you know, record companies or government uh, music promotion agencies or anything like that. Yeah, the great thing about Gangnam Style and Psy is that if you talk to people, I've done reports on this and it's always so much fun for me, everyone will always tell you, we never thought it would be Psy. No yes. one ever predicted it would be Psy, but it was Psy. And so to yeah. use that as an example like you just did, to have a band be able to do that, not only are bands not part of this K-pop industry, you could never predict which band it would be because it's always going to be someone like Psy where no one had any idea it was going to be Psy. Yeah, and that bothered a lot of people at first. I mean, he's a, a, an overweight dude who sings kind of, you know, immature songs. And it was bothering to the people who were supporting bands like, like Girls' Generation to get big, you know. Uh, when Psy suddenly, like, eclipsed all other Korean music, you know, it made the, the culture content and, you know, cultural promotion industry look completely incompetent. Well, we'll see if that happens again. Uh, if it's going to happen again, uh, as we've been just, just uh, as we've just been discussing, it would be so nice to see a band uh, be able to make a name for themselves out of the ROK. Because as you and I both know, so many countless um, Korean musicians here in the capital, probably all over uh, across the country. But you know, I, I live here in the capital. Who just it would be nice for them to to be able to have their time. And, and you know, it should be said there are plenty of uh, expat musicians here as well who are very talented. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. I've been talking with uh, John Dunbar of the Korea Times, and uh, yeah, you can check out Street Guns, and also hopefully we'll be hearing more from them uh, in the future. Thanks for talking with me, John. Yep, no problem. I also spoke with Tiger, and while his previous group is credited with coming up with the phrase Kimchi Billy, he says someone else actually came up with the name. My name is Tiger, the guitarist of the band Street Guns, and also I'm the leader of the band. I started the music from a high school student about 25 years ago, maybe, and the before band was Rock Tigers, and we played for so long time, I played about 10 years 
around Hongdae. And three years ago, uh, we finished Rock Tigers and we played for three years as a sequence. And so your previous band that you just mentioned, the Rock Tigers, I've seen you guys play multiple times. Um, I'm actually a musician myself, and I can't remember if we've played a show together, but you know we've played the same types of uh, locations. I believe the last time I saw you guys play was at Freebird in Hongdae, you know, a very uh, well-known indie location in Hongdae, which is the indie location of Seoul and, of course, the entire country. Um, I want to ask you a question. You know, the Rock Tigers are credited with coining this term kimchi billy, which is the type of music that street guns also play. Um, Could you talk about what kimchi billy means to you and why did you decide to play this kind of music? The the word kimchi billy, one one of our fans made for us. And I think the word kimchi billing is very good for very good for express our music. So that means Korean rockabilly and we we'd like to our music has kind of Korean Korean emotion, <laughs> Korean feeling and kimchi billing is very good for express our music. We play rockabilly for ten years and all members loves Rockabilly, but just rockabilly is not good for the Korean people. So we need some kind of Korean feeling. So we always try to make Korean feeling with the rockabilly. And then finally, Tiger, you know, by, by winning this Hard Rock Rising Rock Local Win Global Showcase, your band, Street Guns, will be playing a gig at the new Hard Rock Hotel Ibiza. You'll also have the chance to record a, a music video, get a thousand CDs or DVDs made. You also, uh, on top of that, received a prize package of Fender Instruments. And of course, you know, you won $50,000. So my final question is, Tiger, what are you going to do with that money? Obviously, that's a lot of money. Money, um, but you know you're not the only person in street guns. So how are you guys gonna decide what to do with this? All members talked about that. In my case, I I will use this for a living, <laughs> and and sometimes I I want buy some drinks for the musicians in Hongdae. But our members, I don't know. I I guess that they they have a bet. <laughs> DBT. <laughs> so they 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 want they want to finish the bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I can only imagine. I'm sure, you know, being a musician um, here in South Korea as as a Korean. Um, is probably a, a very difficult thing to do financially, just like it is you know, oftentimes in the United States, which is where I'm from. So, okay, so uh, you're not quite exactly sure what you're going to be doing with the money. Obviously, that's a big decision. And as you mentioned, uh, some of the people in your band, they have some debts that they uh, probably would like to pay. So <laughs> I completely understand. But yeah, thank you for speaking with me, uh, Tiger, and uh, congratulations on winning that $50,000 and uh, the other prizes um, that uh, I already mentioned. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for you guys. Like I said, I've seen you guys play um, in the past. And yeah, I I haven't seen Street Guns play. Like I said, I've seen the Rock Tigers play quite a few times. So I'll try to check you out uh, sometime here in Hongdae in the future. Thank you again for speaking with me. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Bye. I'm Chance Dorland for Korea FM.
www.thepodcastnetwork.net. 